Thanks for tuning into the Glittercast. We are doing the Torah, not Torahs. Where is my brain? I, we're still in the Mercury retrograde shadow, so I'm going to blame it on that. But we are in the Cancer season astrology and taroscope episode. Sorry, I wasn't here last week and the week before I reused old content, but you know, it's been busy. It's kind of the curse of manifestation because I wanted to. I wanted to take on more writing jobs, which was actually my New Year's resolution. And I got a lot of, work. I've been getting a lot of work uh, and it looks like more is coming in. So hopefully I will be able to get more on top of the podcast. I know it's a thing that I've kind of been like uh, dangling in front of you guys. Also, um, I am recording next to an open window, as you can hear by the lovely truck that just went by. Uh, and it's just because it's a really nice, beautiful day and I don't want to miss out on a breeze just because you guys might hear, you know, some traffic in the background every now and then. But generally my neighborhood's pretty quiet. But I wanted to get back to sort of like, you know, uh, trying to get back on course with the podcast. And I do think I will be there sooner than later. I have some interviews lined up that helps me stay on track. But also I decided today that I was going to stop apologizing for it. Uh, One, because I don't think anyone's mad at me if I miss a week or two. I think you guys are all pretty supportive and know that I've been busier lately. But also like... I don't need to, I don't need to apologize. (laughs) I don't need to apologize for it. So I do appreciate for you, you know, for you out there that are patient with me and do check in and, you know, see how I'm doing. I appreciate all of you very much. We are um, officially out of Mercury retrograde, which is exciting. I wanted to talk a little bit about the shadow period as I kind of mentioned it before already. So when we started Mercury retrograde on May 29th, it began at 24 degrees of Gemini. And then it moved backward, moved backward, moved backward, and it ended at 16 degrees of Gemini on June 22nd. Okay. So basically, what that shadow period is, is now we have to catch up to 24 degrees because that's where the Mercury retrograde started at. So now we're kind of like Mercury is trying to pick up some slack from where it left off. And so we still have like the shadow period where things can go wonky. Uh, Mercury will return to its, you know, it it will leave its shadow period on July 7th. It'll be back at 24 degrees in Gemini on that day. But I wanted to sort of give you guys a mini astrology lesson on why it's kind of important to know the degrees that Mercury retrograde begins and ends at. And it's because, you know, for instance, this Mercury retrograde that we just have, You know, if you wanted to see specifically, if you really wanted to get into the nitty gritty of how a Mercury retrograde affects you, you would want to look for planets that were in between 16 and 24 degrees. And the reason why is because, you know, those planets that were, you know, between 16 and 24 degrees, those were just activated before Mercury retrograde because, you know, Mercury would have aspected those planets. So I hope you're following with me. So it's been aspected anywhere between 16 and 24 degrees before Mercury went retrograde, those planets would have been aspected. Then Mercury moves backwards from 24 to 16 degrees. So again, that planet that was aspected before Mercury retrograde happened is getting hit again by Mercury. And then what happens when Mercury moves direct and it goes back up to 24 degrees? It gets hit a third time. And so there's kind of like this lesson where, you know, Mercury is picking up on areas of your chart and it's like, hey, like, are are you good in this area? Are you, you know, how are you feeling? 
what is there something that is there a pattern that you're noticing? Are you, you know, falling into behavioral patterns that you thought you outgrew or is the universe trying to sort of like tap your shoulder and remind you that you're, you're bigger than something you're above something that you've been doing, which, you know, we all slip backwards sometimes, but I think that, you know, that's a really good way for people to kind of understand more how their charts are affected by Mercury retrograde if you are even more advanced on, you know, what you're doing with your chart and how you're tracking it and working with it, I would, you know, before the next Mercury retrograde starts, I would pay attention to what degrees are going to be hit. Or if you wanted to backtrack and look now, I would say, you know, so for instance, I pulled up my chart before this and I have uh, my moon is at 17 degrees Aries, which luckily that is a helpful aspect because it's going to be a sextile to uh, anything that's going on in Gemini or excuse me, hold on. Yeah. A sextile because it's 60 degrees difference. Um, so luckily that's a good aspect for me, but if you have any planets within Virgo, Sagittarius or Pisces, those are going to be more difficult lessons because the aspects being formed are harsh ones. But if you wanted to, I use a website called planet watcher when I'm tracking the daily transits, just because I think it's really digestible, but I do have to say uh, this website has gotten weird. <laughs> this website has gotten weird in the past few months. Like there's a little ad that I'm looking at, like a little pop-up that you can click on. And it's like, learn the truth about the scam demic. And I'm like, ah, fuck. Like I was so bummed out when the person who makes this website started putting stuff on there. It's like the great awakening, the great reset, like COVID vaccine is genocide. And I'm just like, what is happening? But I love this website and I don't know what to do about it because I don't want to use it because I just think that, you know, that's kind of dangerous information to put out there. Uh, but I really love the website. So anyway, going back to my point, if you wanted to, you know, pull out the planets that are in your chart that were between 16 and 24, and then sort of use uh, planetwatcher.com to uh, decelerate or move back the chart, which you can do by hour, by day, by month, or by year. You can sort of push Mercury back. It tends to be about like, um, you know, a degree every day or two. When it's stationing uh, to go retrograde, it usually moves a little bit slower. So anyway, that's, I mean, whatever, you can play with it and figure it out yourself. But it would be cool to go back and look at those dates and then kind of look at like your text messages during that date uh, to see like what was going on in my life when this part of my chart was being aspected by Mercury. So that's kind of that's kind of what I'm trying to portray when it comes to how you guys can track Mercury retrograde. And if you don't want to do all that work yourself, you can always book a reading with me. I am going to be raising not my astrology rates, but my tarot rates probably next month. I have never given myself a raise. And I think I'm just going to move my rates up from 100 to 125. Uh, if you're used to paying 100 and 125 seems like a stretch for you, message me. I'm not going to like I'm not going to turn anyone away because they can't afford a reading. We'll figure it out. Um, obviously, that has to be within reason. I can't be like, yeah, let me give you like here. Thank you for the $15. Like I can't I can't do that. I have a business to run anyway. Um, I just made myself feel weird. So that's great. I hate talking about money, but it's also like this is my business. OK, so. I want to talk about um, Jupiter just went retrograde. I don't know why I didn't put the date on here from when Jupiter went retrograde, but I feel like it was only like two days ago. Um, maybe a little bit longer. 
But anyway, I want to talk about cancer season in general because we are in cancer season and today is the full moon in Capricorn, which I will get to. But cancer season, since it is a water sign, it's the cardinal water sign, which is, you know, cardinal signs are the signs that kick off a season. So cancer season means we are officially in summer. But the other thing about cancer season is that cancer is affiliated with, uh, you know, our mothers, with our homes, with nurturing. Uh, I think that cancer energy is extremely empathic because we, even if we're looking at, you know, cancer being the sign that sort of like resembles the mother, well, especially because it's ruled by the moon. But when we think about moms, just like knowing when you're up to something, mother's intuition, um, it makes sense that there would be a psychic or an empathic affiliation with this sign. Now, nostalgia can really be a big theme when it comes to cancer season. And so you could potentially, you know, talk to people from the past. They might pop up, especially because we are in the Mercury retrograde shadow. I feel like people from the past could still uh, potentially come, you know, make themselves known. We do have an opposition between Venus and Pluto right now in the cosmos. Uh, And so that could have like unhealthy exes coming up or unhealthy relationship patterns. But hopefully none of you guys are having to deal with that too, too bad. Um, Okay, so because we are, you know, because we are in cancer season, I do think it's really important that you are more proactive about your meditation. You're being proactive about psychic defense and carrying crystals and practicing mindfulness. And I know that, you know, we just got out of Gemini season and we just had all of these exhausting eclipses and Mars was in cancer, like for what felt like forever, but we just had a lot of really exhausting energy happen and it's okay. Like, I feel like people have this expectation, like, oh, eclipse season is over. I'm going to feel super energized or Mars is in Leo. Now I'm going to feel super energized. And like, yeah, those things can help. But cancer energy is very much about nurturing yourself and taking care of what your needs are. And if you're still feeling like you're not energetically caught up, it's okay to, you know, have some time to decompress and relax. And also like, you know, now that mandates are being lifted, I think people are really wanting to go out and do more things, but also like, don't feel like you have to go out and do things if you're not ready yet. Um, Especially if you're not vaccinated, then really really just stay inside for a while. Um, I'm worried about uh, the the uh, people not getting vaccinated because just because it screws over people who are vaccinated because we have more variants coming through. And if the virus isn't eradicated through something like a vaccine, those variants have more time to mutate. And why do we have to have a new flu shot every year? Because the flu mutates and is different every year. And so I don't want it to be a situation where like COVID is mutating and people who got vaccinated, like it's no longer like no, no longer protects them. And also, you know, when we have people who are um, like their immune systems are compromised and they can't get the vaccine, it's kind of screws them over in a really big way because like it's not even a choice. So, I mean, I do want to be respectful of everyone's decisions, but also I am going to promote and advocate the science of the situation so I'm off my I'm off my tangent now. Uh, I don't even know why that, <laughs> I don't even know why that popped up in my brain. Oh yeah, because I was talking about going out and cancer season. You know, just nurture yourself. Rel- you know, relax, cleanse, cleansing baths, cleansing with water. These are all things that are going to be uh, important to think about and look at. But also, like, set your damn boundaries and call your mom. But also, like, your mom might be crazy because it's cancer season. And then pay extra attention to where the moon is placed every day because. Uh, that because the moon is the ruler of cancer and the sun is in cancer, it's just like the moon has even more 
amplification to its energy right now. So if you haven't already downloaded the the moon tracker, please do. And if you haven't been rated and reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcasts, please do that too. And if you can't, you know, because you don't have an iPhone or whatever, I do appreciate Instagram shout outs. Okay, I want to talk about the Capricorn moon, which I feel like my little announcement to promote me was kind of perfectly in line with that segue because Capricorn is a very uh, career-oriented, a little bit status-driven energy. And so, you know, because we are dealing with Cancer, the Cancer sun, um, and we're dealing with the moon in Capricorn, which, by the way, the moon does not love to be in Capricorn because it can be a little bit cold, um, and it's in opposition to its natural, uh, its natural home. But what I want to say about this sort of like cancer energy and this Capricorn moon energy is that this is really where setting boundaries is going to be important. Um, and this is a time where it might be a little bit more, you know, it might be easier for you to do that. And it could be like boundaries don't always have to be like people who aren't supposed to talk to you or contact you or saying no, like boundaries can also be ones that you set for yourself. Like, you know, if you're trying to drink less coffee, set a boundary. If you're trying not to smoke cigarettes, set a boundary. Like what are your limits? You know, how are you going to wean off or cut, cut back on a vice or whatever that looks like for you? Um, you know, so those boundaries, even timetables, like what does this look like? Um, you know, I, I do, I did have an interesting thought today though, because I don't know if you guys saw the news or not, but there was like this huge condo in Florida that collapsed and like today it happened this morning and with the sun being in cancer and having that rule the home and the moon being in Capricorn opposite of cancer and Capricorn very much being like, you know, kind of like kind of our structures just because it is Saturn ruled. I thought it was interesting that, you know, the sun and the moon are in opposition right now, which is like an intense and harsh aspect. You know, luckily we've got some other stuff going on that makes it not so harsh, but um, just in general, like that's why full moons make people emotional and crazy. Like it's an opposition, like the, like (laughs) the sun and the moon are facing off in the cosmos. And so, I mean, if, if I saw like, the sun opposing um like pluto which will be coming up at the end of the month um then it would feel like you know we're unable to transform just because pluto's transformation and so it's like these it's like the two planets are kind of fighting with each other and full moons don't always have to be that way full moons can also be really nice but i just thought it was interesting that there was this like this collapsed building that people lived in with the cancer sun, the home and the structures crumbling. But I read a little bit more about it. And I guess that that building had been sinking like two millimeters a year or something like that. But it was built, I believe in the nineties. So like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of sinking and, or at least they started measuring it in like the nineties or 99 or something like that. I read the article and then I retained none of the facts or like specifics. I just remember that it was like 90 to 99 that it was really like looked at. And um, yeah, like there are people who inspected the building that thought that this might happen. And, you know, when we're looking at Capricorn energy, when we're looking at Saturn energy, which is the ruler of Capricorn, this is when your fuck ups come to catch, like come back to bite you in the ass. And so you know, there, someone's going to be getting in trouble for that. If there were, you know, building inspectors saying, hey, the ground's sinking, 
like this building is sinking. We need to figure out what to do about this. And no one did anything. Like there's already two confirmed dead, like 90 something injured. It's like very tragic and sad. So I am, I will say too about Capricorn energy is that it can be like very slow moving. It's a very methodical energy. And so it's more about like, I'm going to take a crazy, it's like, it's not like I'm going to take a crazy gamble. It's like, I'm going to plan and have this well thought out idea of how I'm going to move forward. And then I'm going to take it step by step. So if you are practicing any sort of witchcraft or setting any intentions tonight, I will say that like the manifestation might feel a little bit slower than normal. Um, and I even felt like today has just been going by kind of slow, but I think that's in line with Capricorn energy. Um, you know, I do think that it's important that you are getting into your body, especially, you know, today and tomorrow while the moon is in Capricorn, because it is an earth sign. I know that whenever I record one of these, I try to do a meditation, but I just felt like I needed to stretch. And so I didn't like do a still meditation. I did a stretching meditation, but I felt all this tension in my body that needed to be released. And even in my workout this morning, I felt like I wasn't as high energy as I normally am. And I think that's part of that can be just sort of like that full moon stuff going on. Uh, one thing that is nice about the full moon is that it is, so the sun and the moon are both making a helpful aspect to Jupiter who is in Pisces right now. So there is a lot of healing energy that comes with Pisces. Um, you know, it can be a little bit disconnected. So it's nice because because Pisces is the dream, right? And Capricorn is the work. And so this is a really good time to marry your dreams with your work. Um, I also feel like, you know, it will be good to surround yourself with people who are positive influences because you. it will be important that you allow others to nurture you and build up your ego a little bit right now too. Uh, another thing that I wanted to say about cancer season is that you will probably feel drawn to nurture people around you, but you'll want to be careful that you aren't being like, it has to be an exchange, right? So you're not being overly nurturing to someone and have them like give you nothing. Uh, that's how you get sucked dry. I did have a crazy thing happen uh, yesterday. Yesterday, So yesterday there was an earthquake. I'm like, I'm like trying to think now. No. The, okay. So anyway, sorry. My brain was going to a weird place, but I'm not going to articulate it anyway. So yesterday I was giving a reading and so it's the night before the full moon in Capricorn, right? And I was giving a reading last night and this woman was asking about, you know, someone else's relationship. And I said, oh, I think that their marriage is probably on the rocks. And then there was a fucking earthquake, right? As I said that, and I was on the phone with her and I was like, I'm I'm not, I shit you not, like I'm not even kidding you right now. And this has never happened to me before in my life. But as soon as I said on the rocks, there was an earthquake and it was like a small earthquake. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. Like I, I live in California. We're used to little tremors all the time, but, um, it was just pretty, it was just like very bizarre timing for that to happen. Okay. So, um, career moves should be a priority with this Capricorn full moon, and if you have any obstacles in your path, especially, you know, even if they're your own, you know, if you, if, if you're a procrastinator and that's an obstacle for you to uh, accomplish your goals, then you need to release it because full moons are a little bit more about release than uh, setting intention because like the light's going to start going away. So as the moon gets smaller from today forward, it's sort of like the idea is the, the moon takes your you know, whatever it is that you're banishing away. And then on a new moon, when the light starts to grow from that day forward, it's about setting intentions. But honestly, I feel like 
your connection to the universe and your desire to cast a spell at any given time should kind of like be your guiding force. Your intuition is your intuition and it needs to sort of trump everything else that comes through. Ugh, it's I hate that like I can't use the word trump without wanting to burst into flames. Like I didn't even mean it in like in the way that we've all grown to hate the word and it just like I immediately saw his stupid dumb face. Okay. <sighs> Neptune goes retrograde tomorrow. It's an outer planet, so uh, I'm not too worried about what it's going to do, but I will say that like when it comes to our dreams and it comes to our fantasies, because Neptune is sort of a, a guiding force in that, um, and it can be a very creative planet, I will say that we might get a little bit more internal just because it is moving backwards, uh, but that just means that the work that we're doing will come from a deeper place. You might have weird dreams because Neptune does rule the dream world, and if you do you know, intense like astral projection meditations, which I, I recommend, they're amazing. Uh, they just might take you to some weird places when uh, Neptune is retrograde. Okay, so I want to talk about June 26th as well. Well, Venus is going to enter Leo, and this is going to be a good time to sort of meet someone and peacock a little bit, uh, but because, so Venus is romance, right, um, and Leo can be very dramatic, and so there can be extra drama that comes along with this placement, especially with cancer season going on, because people do tend to be a little bit more needy and a little bit more emotional, while Leo energy, it's, you know, it's very warm and it's very inclusive, but also, like, fire signs don't usually have an issue, like, being on their own, and so if you're being extra clingy, like, and you're putting, you're trying to put a bunch of, like, clingy clingy watery emotion on like the leo energy the fiery leo energy that's coming through with venus right now like it could just get a little bit dramatic so just remember to be patient with people um it is okay to be a little bit more superficial than usual uh, sometimes we need to break away from being over overly emotional um and i think leo energy helps us do that and it's not because leo energy is superficial um but it can be, you know, and we need that sometimes, especially after like whenever the moon is in cancer and everyone's emo and being a crybaby, I can't wait until the moon moves into Leo because I'm like, oh God, I can feel myself. Like I can feel good about myself. My confidence can rise. And like, I can think about like wearing crazy lipstick versus like some weird shit I said in seventh grade. So that's why like Leo, you're a breath of fresh air. Please take no offense at all by me saying that we can get a little bit more superficial in our love lives because it's meant as a compliment. Um, compliment your partner uh, a lot though right now. People want to be adored and treated like royalty under this placement, but also like compliment yourself. And if you are wanting to, if you've been wanting to give yourself a makeover lately, this would actually be a good time to do it. If you're waiting to get a haircut, I would just do some, you know, maybe sometime after June 26th because uh, Leo rules the hair. So you're welcome for that little tidbit of advice. Someone's like driving to the hairdresser right now. I'm like, oh no, do I do it? I mean, just wait. No, I'm kidding. Do it. If you have an appointment, like don't be rude to your barber. Okay. All right. So <laughs> um, sometimes I feel like such a spaz when I record these. Okay. July 9th, which is the Cancer New Moon. And let me just pull that, that um, chart. I will say like, when I'm just when I'm thinking about this cancer new moon, I think it's just going to be so nice and healing. Um, and like there will be an emotional depth to it and people will be a little bit more psychically tuned in just because, you know, water signs tend to be a little bit more 
emotionally tapped in. And so uh, being empathic is a really is a really big foundation for a lot of psychics. So I do think that we will be more intuitive and tuned in, but also because hello, the moon is in its favorite sign. It's in cancer and cancer is intuitive. So even if, you know, even if you're a uh, clairaudient or clairvoyant more so than you are empathic, like I think stuff is still going to come through for you. Um, but do pay attention to any emotional shifts that you're feeling on this new moon and try to really track, like, do I feel things throughout the day that belong to me or that don't? And an easy way to figure out if it belongs to you or not is if you feel sad all of a sudden and nothing in your mind triggered that emotional shift, you know, and your mind's like, no, like, we're good. Like, I don't know why, like, my heart hurts all of a sudden. Uh, then you could be like, probably not mine. And then, you know, say something like return to sender. If you're feeling extra nice, which I'm not always, you can say return to sender with love and light. I play with it depending on where I think the energy is coming from. Um, some people don't, some, some people I don't want to give the love and light to some people. I just want to, I just want to return it to them and that's okay. We don't have to heal everyone. We just need to, we just need to make sure we're on top of our own stuff. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit, you know, this new moon is going to be happening at 18 degrees. Uh, the sun and the moon will come together for a little bit at 17 degrees, but really the, the, the closeness is a little bit more pronounced at 18 degrees, but check out your chart. If anything's happening at 17th or 18th degree, uh, the, the full moon today was at three degrees. So if you do like to reference your own charts, that's how, um, that's, that's what you would look for. Um, what's nice is that we do have Venus and Mars hanging out in Leo on the new moon on July 9th, and, and they're getting along. They're cozying up. Uh, they're getting ready to conjunct. They're not quite yet there. They're within two degrees of each other. So this is a good time where, like, if you uh, are trying to chase someone or get flirty with someone, uh, that person might be coming around. It might be, you know, uh, where lust and love come together because you know, Mars is going to be a little bit more lust and Venus is more like romance and love. And so also a really great day for hot, emotionally charged sex. So, um, do it with a partner or do it with yourself. I don't care. You know, it's a good time for sex magic. Great fucking time for sex magic. Okay. Um, I also want to talk about though, we, oh, oh my God. Okay. No, sorry. I thought I just like marked my computer screen cause I touched it with my pen for a second, but I touched it like right where the mouse cursor was. And I was like, oh my God, what have you done? So anyway, um, I am such a chatty Kathy right now. Okay. Venus will be at 15 degrees and Uranus will be at 14 degrees. They are forming a square, which means that like on this day and you know, the, a day or two leading up to this day and a day or two after this new moon on July 9th, there can be some unexpected curveballs going on within your relationships. Try to practice patience, but it could just be like unexpected can't like unexpected plans canceling. If it's not a good match, someone might ghost you around this time. Uh, if someone ghosts you, they suck and just tell yourself how pretty you are instead of going on the date. You know, if someone cancels, then instead of feeling bummed out, do something really nice and special for yourself. When I was single, I used to always take myself out for Valentine's Day dates, like by myself, uh, and I loved it. And so I hope you guys do the same for yourselves. Again, new moon is going to be good about setting intentions, but also like because cancer rules the home, this new moon, it should have you looking at like, what do you want to do to your home to make it feel more like yours? If you have been, if you have been working from home uh, and you looks like you are going to continue to work from home, this is going to be a situation where you'll want to look at, uh, do I have like, 
how am I separating myself from my work once my shift is up? Is it I'm turning off a computer uh, or do I have like a different room that I do work at versus where I have leisure time at? Uh, for anyone who like does work over Zoom, because I do so many of my readings over Zoom, nothing feels better at the end of the day or on your day off than like, like, like quitting Zoom. So that like, it's not like, I'm like, I'm going to do it right now. Um, so that it's just like the program is completely shut down. It feels really nice. It severs an emo- it severs like a psychic cord to the program. So it feels like we can relax a little bit more. So, you know, are you finding that you're still stressing out or thinking about work when you're done for the evening? And like, how are you, how are you able to remedy that? And if you can't remove yourself completely from your workstation, you may want to consider like putting some selenite around your computer when you're done or like draping a a black cloth over the computer or your workspace and even like um, smoke cleansing the area or using an aura spray just so that you can sort of like switch switch zones, switch gears. Um, And I also think that that's kind of something that's important during this full moon as well today because I think that's something that a lot of people are dealing with during this full moon is like career responsibilities or even personal responsibilities because Capricorn energy is very much about responsibilities uh, versus like self-care and nurturing yourself. And like that balance is really important. Like I know today, like I'm so glad I'm recording this episode right now and I'm, I'm sitting down and I'm providing content for you guys, but it took me a minute to get here because I was like, what if I just laid down and never got up? Or at least not for a while, but I have so I have so much shit to do. My family's coming into town. I have to clean, um, so that will be fun. But I I can have wine in two hours. It's like my five o'clock one glass of wine. My grandma drank a glass of wine every night, um, red wine every night, and she lived to be ninety nine. So that's how <laughs> that's how I um, excuse having one glass of red wine every night. But actually, like science says, it's all good too. So anyway. Um, I want to talk about what's happening on July 11th, which is Mercury enters Cancer, and people might seem more whiny than usual, uh, but they'll also be more intuitive and, and empathic. But you know, Cancer is a moody, a moody bitch. Like I, I love you guys. My dad's a Cancer. I'm like I'm his favorite. He's my favorite. We're both pretty open about it. But like, <laughs> uh, he's moody as shit. Oh my god, when dad gets hangry, it's like a generational curse being hangry and my dad is at like he's at least the eldest living person in my in my bloodline that I have proof of this existing within because like my mom doesn't get hangry but my dad and all my siblings get so mean when we're hungry I remember when I was in college I went to stay with my ex-husband in Sweden and we took the train to Berlin and I'm a pretty easy girlfriend. Like I just am. And I don't think anyone that I've been in a relationship with would contest that. I think they'd step up and be like, yeah, she's pretty easy. But I was such a bitch. It was like six in the morning and I was vegan. <laughs> Neither one of us spoke German. And I was like, I need you to find my food right now. And I was like insane. And he was like, you were such a crazy bitch. And I was like, I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But uh, I got food and it was fine. But yeah, hangry, hangry is real. And so watch out for people being hangry or moody when we have Mercury moving into Cancer because they will be vocal about it. So uh, that's when like if you have a partner or something and you're and and you're seeing their mood fluctuate, like do do the things that buffer it. Like it like um, if someone's going to have a stressful phone call, like go give them like a pet on the head 
or like give him a snack or bring him some tea. I'm like, this is what, this is what I do. I just, I'm like, you need this, you need this. And then it's like, you, 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 uh, cater to the moodiness. You, you, you keep it in line. Um, and so, and also like that cancer intuition is going to help you see when people need things. Uh, so, you know, you'll knowing what you'll be knowing what people need. And I mean, I'm not just meaning like, Oh, when they're being moody, like, I think you're going to know what people need to heal from trauma, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be the one that gave it to them. So, uh, just be careful with all that cancer energy, especially once we have mercury entering cancer on July 11th. Uh, if you are a person who is prone to telepathic communication and I just mean like, you'll be thinking a song and then your best friend or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, will start singing it. And like, you'll say something at the same time as someone there was like, there was one time I was with my boyfriend and we were eating ice cream and one of us was like, what would be like the worst flavor of ice cream? And at the same time, we both said cotton candy sprinkle. And it was like, why did that happen? Like, why did we both just think that at the exact same time and say at the exact same time? So with Mercury being in a water sign, you could look for more stuff like that. It's a fun thing to play with. Um, I think dream work might be a little bit easier just because we do have, you know, Neptune going retrograde in another water sign. And so when Mercury is in the water sign, those those energies can kind of complement each other. And Mercury is communication. So pay attention to what's going on with your, with, you know, how the universe is trying to guide you around that time. Um, the 12th and 13th, that's when Venus and Mars conjunct in Leo. So that's kind of what I was talking about on the new moon where it's like the romance is starting to catch up. To the passion and, and this is when it happens. So again, this is a good time to have really, really, really good sex. Um, but it's important when this happens that you're building up your partners with this energy um, and you're making them feel good about their goals and you're making them feel confident and that they're doing this back for you. And if you're in a relationship with someone who isn't, who's doing the opposite, who isn't pumping you up, who isn't like you know, making you feel like your work is valued or, you know, like they don't believe in you or anything like that, that might be something that you want to just kind of take a second look at and think about uh, because your partner should be supporting you and pushing you to follow your dreams and believing in you. And if that's not happening, that could be a problem. Um, Mercury trines Jupiter on that day as well. Uh, so that's going to be a really, really, really nice, pleasant energy. Uh, just because, you know, Mercury again is communication and Jupiter is expansion and it makes things bigger and it makes things grow. And so you might feel a lot of psychic energy coming in during that time, but also like your voice will travel far. So if you're a content creator or if you're trying, you know, if you want to play with like posting on Instagram around that time, um, watch out, by the way, when Mercury goes into cancer, watch out for people like doing TMI on Facebook, like, um, like when they, <laughs> I had a, I had like a girls brunch of like a paranormal girls brunch and, um, my friend Darcy came and we were talking about when people overshare on Facebook and she's like, yeah, I don't know why people think it's their diary. And it was so funny. So yeah, you might get like a few, a few people doing diary entries on, um, you know, from the 11th forward. And then also like maybe even on the 12th and 13th, because of that Mercury trying Jupiter, people want their voices to travel. So also like, your voice will travel far. So think about what you're saying and what your message is. And like, don't be a fucking gossip. Like, don't ever be a gossip. But like, like, I mean, it's, it's news spreads. That's fine. But don't be like a toxic gossip. Um, because things that you say on this day will probably travel pretty far. On the 17th, the sun opposes Pluto, 
which is one of the things I, I kind of referenced earlier when I was talking about the difference between like the sun and moon opposing each other and why it's like a harsh aspect. And so I just, I did write this one down because it is a really big one for power struggles. And it's also a situation where like, it's very easy to be too hard on yourself and too critical on yourself with this energy present. And like, there's almost an element where there can be like, people feel too bad about themselves and uh, people are wishing that they could change and wishing they could, could, could transform, but they feel stuck and they feel like they're not able to like evolve. And so if you feel this way on or around the 17th, just be so kind and loving and gentle with yourself. Um, and, you know, make sure you kind of nurture yourself through it and you remind yourself, like, if you're getting too hard on yourself, um, you know, is there a valid reason that you're being too hard on yourself and can it be changed? So for me, mine is always like procrastination. Like that, that is a valid reason to be down on myself. But also like when I unpack that a little bit more and I think about all the work that I have been taking on and all the work that I do do every day, it's not really procrastination. It's just like different projects get prioritized. And so it's like, you might need to look at yourself that way where you're unpacking it and you're like, kind of like, yeah, no, that like, this is okay. It makes sense that you're like this. This is how we can be better. Um, but if it's not something valid where it's just like a suck, but like, there's nothing, there's no context to that that you can tie to anything then it's like you need to perk yourself up you need to look for ways to get your confidence back get your groove back you know go like and if you really feel that way then maybe like and you know maybe see someone if it's that bad but maybe even it's just you need an art an artistic outlet I think so many people shut shut down and get depressed just because they don't have an artistic outlet because I do think that being creative connects us to our spirituality because like there are so many times when I'm just like painting or writing or whatever. And I feel like I'm, I'm in a channel, I'm in a zone and you know, some of the information is mine and some's coming from somewhere else. So I think it can help like shake people out of, out of their funk. Um, yeah. So just, you know, also watch out for power trips amongst yourself and others. People will be wanting to throw their weight around. Um, don't throw your weight around too much and don't let people throw their weight at you. Uh, there is a T-square early on that morning before the moon changes signs into Scorpio because it, like the moon will be in Scorpio and it'll be like, so the moon will be in Libra and then Scorpio, but the moon is going to be in Scorpio when we're awake. The moon will be in Libra kind of like when we're asleep, but that's going to be a T-square. So like it could get emotionally messy, like Scorpio moons anyway are obsessive and insane. So just watch out for the energy on the 17th. And if you've got someone trying to start shit, like don't reciprocate it. Just like remove yourself from it. It's okay to retreat. Um, on the 21st, Venus moves into Virgo. And this is a really good time to check in with your health. Uh, just because, you know, Venus is romance, but it also is self-care in a lot of ways. It's the love we have for ourselves, I think. And so try not to, you know, it, this is a really good time to pay attention to your health, pay attention to your daily routines, pay attention to like what habits you have that make you feel good and what, uh, you know, what makes you feel bad, but also like try not to overthink things too much, especially when it comes to your romantic situation with Venus and Virgo, like you can totally overthink things. Uh, and also like, don't be overly critical or demanding of perfection within both yourself or a partner. Um, and if you're looking to start a relationship, if you're looking to meet someone like this Venus in Virgo energy, which is going to last for a while, uh, that can make it so that you're too picky 
and you're so picky you're not giving anyone a chance and because you're not getting anyone a chance you're just kind of like stuck filtering you know you're like serial dating you're dating 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 and no one makes it past the first or second date because like uh, for some bizarre reason so like check your picky side when it comes to matters of the heart uh moving forward from the 21st when venus is in virgo on the 22nd the sun enters leo and i will be back on or around that day with the leo terascopes but now we're just gonna do because i'm already at 40 minutes we're just gonna do a real quick round of um drawing cards for aries uh crown chakra opening up when i see aries and i have i'm just gonna do one card for each i've got the king of wands and so Aries, you know, this is a really good time to make sure that you are following your ambition, you're taking initiative, you are following through on things that you start because I did see I like I'm always like I'm going to pull one card and then I'm like let's see if we can find out more and I pulled another one and it was the 5 of swords and so this is a situation like 5 of swords can be very forgetful or it can be sort of like letting details fall to the side. 5 is like a messy bitch and I say that with someone who's um secondary life path number is a five because I was born November 3rd so um yeah just like take some of the energy from the Capricorn full moon and let it be a lesson on planning and like Aries I know you all love to start projects and not finish them but like that could be a problem try not to jump around too much try to stay focused like honestly think about what your main goal is and then apply pressure to that um, but with the King of Wands, that's kind of like you're unstoppable right now. You just have to like stay on top of your business. All right. So Taurus. Okay. Ooh, Taurus. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I pulled the moon, which definitely can be an indication that like you do have um, your intuition is heightened right now, but you're not getting the full story, right? Because like, Yes, the moon is a very psychic energy, but also like things aren't illuminated in the same way as they are when it comes to the sun. And I did pull a second card, so I guess we'll do two per sign, and I pulled the high priestess. And so when we're looking at the high priestess, you know, paired with the moon, yes, you are getting extra attention from the universe. Yes, you are getting extra guidance from the other side. Yes, you might be dreaming more. You might be seeing more angel numbers and more synchronicities. Uh, even like I just got the ringing in my ear. So if there's a Taurus who's been having a lot of ringing in their ear, like, yes, 100% with the high priestess here. I'm getting chills now. I'm like all of my different, like all the different clairs are just going to go off one by one. So I think that like it's important to remember Taurus that psychic information can come through in many different forms. And you may want to look at ways to expand how you are taking in like information and messages I do think that meditation is the best way to strengthen this. But with the moon here, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You have to take your psychic messages with a grain of salt. I mean, psychics, professional psychics have to do that. Because if you run away with like, let's say you're having like really intense signs that you're supposed to be with someone and they're so intense that you feel like you're going to like give this person a copy of your dream journal. <laughs> this isn't something I did, I promise. Um, like that person's not having the same dreams as you. So you need to calm down. Like you need to calm down and like be cool or you could like blow up your chances because you're coming on too strong. So, you know, when it comes back and that can be the case with like anything, not just romance. I'm just like uh, secretly not drawing from my own uh, experiences. Okay. So anyway, um, and if that is what you're going through right now, you'll recover. It'll be fine. Don't worry. 
Um, okay, so Gemini, uh, I'm getting a little bit of discomfort around my third eye and my temples. And so if you are having more like dull, like anywhere from dull to extreme migraines right now, um, like dull headaches to extreme migraines, you might want to pay attention to like just making sure that you are like cleansing your aura at the end of the night, whether it's just using an aura mist or taking deep breaths you know, on your drive home from work or taking a shower at the end of the night where you're visualizing the water, like washing away your energy, like cleansing your aura, cleansing your energy does not have to be this big, crazy ritual. Like you can just do like, you can have small moments of mindfulness throughout the day. And so this is kind of something that I think Gemini's need to be aware of right now. I do have the Hierophant, which actually is a card that's like, you need to be more in touch with your spirituality and you need to have more ritual in your life and you need to be a little bit more strict with yourself about, you know, what your connection to the universe looks like. Um, and so if you have been neglecting your spiritual practices, if you haven't, you know, if you've been leaving all that stuff, go to the wayside, uh, which I think, you know, you know, it happens to everyone. Like now is the time to pick it back up. Um, I also pulled the lovers. And so I, whenever I see this combination, I do think of like, an engagement or a marriage. Like, I mean, the Hierophant looks like a priest and we have the lovers, like it looks like someone getting married. And so like, this might not even be your own marriage, but I do think that there is like, it could be, you know, and I do think, and it could be also like, you just happen to meet someone during cancer season who you end up marrying later. And I'm like, I'm like not the psychic who's like, oh my God, yes, he's going to like walk through a cloud of mist and like, you're going to be wearing shoes that are red um, like, like that is why I would be so bad at being that psychic because even now when I was like joking about it, I'm like, it's going to be great. Uh, no, I'm not trying to say like, I'm not trying to say that like factual. Cause I don't like, to, I don't like for people to like get unreasonably excited about a prediction that I make, especially like if it's not a one-on-one -on -one reading. So, um, but there, I think there is potential to meet like marriage material or have a marriage or even like someone around you getting married right now with uh, the Gemini stuff that's going through. All right. Cancers, I'm pulling for you. Oh my gosh, the Hierophant just fell out of my deck. Okay, so Cancers again, like making sure that you are being more dedicated to your spiritual practice. Um, especially with your birthday around the corner, this is definitely a time where it is important that you are reconnecting with your spiritual self and doing some reflection because we're looking at, right, like what's, what's the next year look like? Your solar return is about to happen or it just happened. And so it's like, what does the next year look like? What have you accomplished recently? Uh, last year was kind of a wash for a lot of people. So like, how are you going to, now that things are opening up, now that life is starting to normalize, like how are you going to, be disciplined moving forward when we've all kind of had this like strange year where productivity would like fluctuated a lot. And I also see the page of swords here as the second card that I pull for cancers. And so I do say, you know, if you've been thinking about going back to school, if you've been thinking about further educating yourself, this is a really good time to do something like that. And I also think that you should be like questioning you're like what you believe in. Honestly, when I see the Hierophant and I see the Page of Swords, it is okay to question what you believe in right now. Um, but also like study what you can bring in that, you know, will make you feel like a, a more complete witch or just a more at peace empath, whatever that looks like for you. And so especially if you like know you have certain abilities like that, like, hi, this is your superpower. Why have you not worked with it yet? 
I feel like there's like someone's guide who's like coming through and is like, you know, you have these gifts and you think about using them all the time and yet you don't do it. So it's like, you can think about doing things all day long, but like, where's the action? And I think that's where the hierophant, you know, kind of comes in. Like, where's the action? Where's the accountability? Like, let's do it. Let's get things, you know, let's get things done. Let's make things happen. Okay. I did have like a weird, with the, with the cancer reading, I did have like a little bit, like I felt congested. So I don't know if it's like allergies or colds or whatever, but I don't know, steam in the shower. I don't like, I'm like, I don't know how to fix that. Sometimes I just get like weird, like sometimes I just get like weird, uh, psychic symptoms and it's just to like, Hey, like you're tapped in. It's just cause I'm, you know, plugging into something. Okay. So Leo, Ooh, you got some interesting stuff coming through. So for Leo, I pulled the eight of wands and the eight of cups. And when we're looking at eights in general, it is about, oh, I don't know if you guys could hear that. Some parrots just went by, some wild parrots, and they were like making little parrot sounds. Anyway, Leo, eight of wands and the eight of cups. <clears throat> now, when we're looking at eights, this is like step into your power. Like if anything's holding you back, it's you. Like how do you, how are you going to gain control of your situation? It is very hierophant type energy, but also it's like you can feel restricted and if you are feeling restricted, like what are the things that are restricting you and why are you allowing them to make you feel like you're stuck within your circumstances? You know, when we have the eight of wands, this could be like, this could be creative or passion or whatever. And so, you know, if you've been feeling a little bit weighed down or if you've been feeling um, a little bit disconnected, it's sort of like, well, have you fallen out of your routines that make you feel healthy and make you feel like, you know, good in your body and good in your soul. And like, are you an artist who hasn't picked up your tools in weeks? Like the eight of wands is sort of like, dude, you got to make yourself do it. Like there is a time and a place to be gentle with yourself and like take the time to relax. And, and I don't want to rush anyone, any of you Leos into like moving past that point, if that's where you're at, but also like the only one who can kick your ass is you. And sometimes you just have to kick your own ass. I didn't want to go work out today. I just had to make myself do it. I had to kick my own ass and do it. I didn't want to do my crazy yoga inversion chair so that I could have abs like Karen Wontowski's. She like, if you follow her, she like posted this picture of her abs a couple months ago. And I was like, you need to tell me your secrets right now. And she uses an inversion chair and I got one too. And you know what? I don't always want to get in it. And then I think about Karen Wontowski's abs and it makes me make myself do it. Like, I'm like, it makes me feel, mo I don't feel motivated. That's a lie. I, it makes me do it. So it's sort of like, again, holding yourself accountable for the things that you want to change, whether it's like being more artistic, applying for jobs, working out, whatever, whatever it is, you have to be the person who takes control of the situation or you're the person that's holding yourself back. Now we have the eight of cups here as well. And I don't love that card because it is usually power struggles within relationships, or it can be sort of like giving up on something like I'm using the hermetic deck with this pool right now. I use different decks for each sign, but, um, for you, I'm pulling the Lord of, uh, like I'm pulling the eight of cups and it says literally Lord of abandoned success. And so it's sort of like, do you give up on yourself before you actually let your goals come to fruition because there's no follow through? Like what's going on? You know, what's going on? I'm just going to leave it at that. But also I'm going to say my throat got a little bit scratchy, feels a little bit sore. Make sure you're taking care of your throat chakra, but also this could feel like it, could, it also feels like it could be, um, an actual physical symptom. Um, so I don't know, just making sure that you're staying healthy, taking vitamin C, you know, being smart, all those good, all those good things. Okay. 
Just grabbing another duck for Virgo. I'm going to take a sip now. Need a sip of my tea after you Leo's with your scratchy ass throats. I'm just kidding. I love you. I'm like, I'll like say some, I'll say something that's like a little bit mean kind of. And like, I'll say it knowing that you guys know I'm joking. Then I'm like, I'm so sorry. Please still love me. Like I didn't mean to be mean. So anyway, uh, let me take that drink again. Okay. All right. Virgos, pay attention to your gut health um, and the solar plexus, but really like I'm feeling a gut health thing. If you are overdue for a cleanse, um, might be time to do something like that. And also someone's guides are like very specifically telling me to like tell you to look out for expired dairy. So honestly, you might just want to do like what's going on in my fridge, like what's expired, clean out your fridge. Like someone's guides to the Virgos. And like, I have a very hard time imagining that a Virgo has a messy fridge anyway, but also like Virgos have this reputation for being like really clean and organized. And most of the time they are, but when a Virgo is overwhelmed, it's like insane. So if your fridge is overwhelmed, like it's time to reorganize a little bit Virgo. Um, feeling a little bit of feeling a little bit of like heat on the back of my neck. And it almost feels like it almost feels like it could be psoriasis, but it could be muscle pain. And also like I'm trying to tap into multiple people at once. And so um, I don't know that's coming through. Sometimes I just don't know what to do with it. Um, so the two cards that I have for Virgo are the seven of wands and the nine of cups. And the seven of wands, if the seven of wands was paired with like the five of swords, I'm like, you're being too messy. Like you need to calm down. But because it is paired with the Nine of Cups, which is sort of like a happier card, I'm going to say that the Seven of Wands is sort of about like releasing your inhibitions, letting down your guards, letting down your walls, like kind of like chasing independence and freedom right now, um, Virgo. So, I mean, if your fridge is a little bit messy, it's okay. Like you can you can embrace your hot mess self, but also like you don't want to get sick, you know. Um, but with the nine of cups, I do feel like there's an artistic element here where it's sort of like your heart wants to speak right now. Your heart wants to say something and I'm getting the solar plexus again. So I'm wondering if, you know, Virgos, there's something that you really want to say or express, but you're feeling self-conscious about doing it. Or if you're trying to put your art out there, but you're feeling scared of judgment, like screw the judgment, screw, like screw what might happen if you express yourself, like it's way more satisfying to know that you spoke your truth and that you followed your heart than it is to live with the fact that you've like stifled it and you didn't, you know, go after something your heart desired. Uh, the nine of cups is also, um, kind of a wish card. So I will say, you know, if there is something that you're hoping to manifest, I would just throw it out there to the universe. Um, and maybe even make like a vision board or something or look for answers. Uh, through some sort of creative divination, like automatic writing, or even like trying to draw something like, I, like there are artists who I, you know, I, I kind of talked about this before, but there are artists who like straight up like channel beings like Brett Manning. I interviewed her before. Like she's straight up like channels guides. Um, so it might be a good time to connect through some sort of creative method. Okay. So God damn, there's a lot of eight of cups. Um, Actually, the last one was nine of cups, but when I drew it, I thought it was eight of cups. So just never mind. That was like a dramatic, God damn, like there's, there's been two. Um, but anyway, so Libra, um, I have the four of wands and the eight of cups and I wanted to pull just one more card because I just feel like there's so like, there's just different 
stuff that could go with those two cards because the four of wands is kind of like taking things easy, like giving yourself a little bit of a break. But then the eight of cups again is like, hey, like, you know, you need to be in control of your situation. But I'm also wondering, like, this to me sounds like the balance between like balancing your priorities and balancing like your home relaxation time. Uh, Libras, you might be feeling like there's too much that you want to do right now and it's okay to like, it's okay to space things out and like stretch things out a little bit. I do have, so I said I drew a third card and it was the nine of wands. And so like, I am just worried that like Libras are in this place now where they're on the verge of like crashing or self-destructing or burning something down. Um, when I was saying, when I was saying self-destructing, my soundboard was like, uh, 55 minutes and 55 seconds and fives are like a very or a very destructive messy number so it's almost like I feel like the message that's coming through here is like you might be a little bit on autopilot you might be a little bit on like you know like this is what I have to do for work and then this is what I do at night when I come home and then every once in a while you're throwing in but like now I can start having fun again and this is what I want to do to like mix things up and it's almost like you should be mixing up everything a little bit right now because if you're not really present for your work, I'm worried about you dropping the ball a little bit and also like finding ways to like connect emotionally with your work and it, like that can be a, a difficult thing to say if your work is super tedious and boring, but like emotionally connect with your surroundings then through a candle or an aromatherapy diffuser or like a, like a specific crystal. Like if you feel like you've been just feeling bored within your work life, uh, and your home life even, it might be time to just like change up the surroundings a little bit. Get a new plant, get a plant, name it Charles, put some crystals in your, in your plant. Now you got, uh, you know, put some googly eyes on the pot. Now you got your pot, your pot friend, Charles, which like pot friend sound like that's reminding me of another friend that I have named Charles who smokes marijuana. Um, actually I haven't talked to him in years. So can he really be my friend? I don't think so. He was like more my brother's friend. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why like such like verbal vomit this episode. I'm like, anyway, I want to get back to the reading. Um, not like, not just mixing things up at like the dust that you work from, but also like when you're cooking things at home at night, try some new recipes. You know, um, I just think that like, if things are too boring right now for Libras, like, you're going to do something too crazy. <laughs> like you're going to like, like do small crazy things, like do small things that make you feel wild and risky. Cause I'm worried that like Libras are going to be like all of a sudden, like I'm so fucking bored. And then just like do something too crazy. Like, like, like get, like cut your bangs while you're drunk or get a rebuttal, like a regrettable tattoo or like drunk dial your ex while you're crying. Like all of those things sound awful. Like just try the fajita recipe, make a quiche. Make a quiche and make the dough from scratch, which I have done and it's delicious. It makes a difference. Okay. Scorpios. Okay. So, <sighs> okay. So since I got to Scorpio and I felt like I needed to take a, just like a nice deep breath, I feel like all the Scorpios, let's just all take a deep breath. Let's, let's invite the other members of the Zodiac too. Like, let's all just like, <sighs> Okay. So I have the queen of coins and I have the eight of cups and the queen of coins, it's your money girl. And the eight of cups is like, are you due for a raise? Like, is there a way that you can be making more money? Are there some sort of contracts that could be coming up soon? Like, uh, are you, are you thinking about, <clears throat> are you thinking about switching jobs? The, the, I don't know if you heard my voice just cut out a little bit. So like, are you not speaking up? 
my back feels like it's on fire, my lower back. So like, what, like, what are you doing to stretch? What are you doing to release physical tension with this Capricorn full moon? We all need, like everyone needs to stretch <laughs> like, and it like everyone needs to stretch and just release, like release physical symptoms of stress from your body. And I think Scorpios need to be especially cognizant of tapping into that. Um, because it's like with the queen of coins, which is the material realms, it can be your body. It is your home. It is your finances and the eight of cups. Like it is all up to you. Don't be relying on other people right now. Like think about how you're independent financially. Think about how like to elevate yourself in business. Um, if there is investing that you've been thinking of doing, I would do it, but just make sure it's a responsible investment and don't like, you know, don't, don't do some crazy, like Libra self-destructive shit from the last spread. Like, like you're smart. And I feel like Scorpios are really, really smart, crystal clear, smart right now. Um, but also with this eight of cups, like don't be going on power trips, like, you know, with Scorpios being ruled by Pluto, that can happen. Uh, and so it's sort of like, you know, using your power responsibly and using it for good and using it for yourself and using it for your career. Um, you know, and I think that's kind of like the big takeaway lesson with Scorpios. Sagittarius. Um, I don't know why I just had like my saliva gland like go off. So I don't know if there's like a Sagittarius eating something sour, like lemon or something, or... If maybe there's uh, just a little bit of clairgustinance that's going to be coming through for Sagittarius, which is the ability to like phantom taste things. Um, an example of what that might look like. There was one time I was on a reading and I kept tasting watermelon and I went downstairs and I asked my boyfriend if he was eating watermelon was on the call and he was. And so like that's a way that things can come through. Getting a little bit of the third eye headache. So making sure that you're cleansing and you're being smart with your boundaries. Also like... Sagittarius with a fire sign like it's never amazing when the sun is in a water sign luckily Mars is in Leo so that's kind of saving you but fire signs can usually have a, like a harder time a, a more of a low energy time when the sun is in a water sign so I mean and that's kind of true for a lot of people because like this you know fire and water the sun is fiery anyway that's neither here nor there here nor there um I have some interesting cards for Sagittarius. They're not the best. Like I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like this is like, it's not a terrible spread, but it's not, I think it's probably like the least great one I've had so far. And so, I mean, I do have the three of cups, which is good because it's like fun. It's celebrating. Now the art, I'm using the Renaissance tarot deck and, but, the, and like, so the art on this one is like portrayed a little bit different where it's sort of like, um, feeling at peace by yourself. And so I think that like, it's not just about going out with your friends. It's not just, it's not just about connecting with people or being seen or needing to be like the center of attention. It's kind of about being at peace when you're alone, especially with this five of wands here, which is like, can very much be group chaos. It can very much feel like the people around you are out of your control or like situations around you are out of your control. But if you can like tap into your inner peace and you can tap into like your own calm and your own truth and sort of like pull from the well of like feeling inspired and supported by the universe. I think that will help sort of like calm down all of the energy that's happening around you. And I do know that like Sagittarius's, they can thrive on chaos. They really can because they're fiery and, and it works great for them. But it's also like, you know, there's a time and a place to chill. And I did pull, you know, a third card just for funsies, which was like the the ace of wands, which is like picking up a new project or running in a new direction. 
And so if you're finding that, you know, with a little bit of time of reflection, which I would recommend, if you're feeling that certain things that you're working on aren't panning out, it's okay to like pick up the torch and run in a different direction. Um, But it's also like, you're not going to get those answers by like spending all your time talking to other people and investing in what they think. Like, it's kind of like you have to find the answers from within because I think people will really throw you off. But you also like, you have to find that peace and calm because otherwise that five of wands is just totally going to like, totally going to mess you up and make things feel chaotic in a play in a way that's like, yeah, it may be fun, but it's not going to help you. It's not going to help you like actualize your goals. Okay. So let's move on to Capricorn. And I actually just felt like my sinuses clear up. And (laughs) so it's sort of like, um, Capricorns, I feel like, I don't know, but like good, seems like you have healthy sinuses. Congratulations. Um, okay. So, um, this is actually probably another not great spread. And I have the 10 of swords here with the five of cups and this could totally be a breakup, uh, or disappointment or like thinking you're going to get a job and finding out it's not going to happen or thinking you're going to get a new house and then finding out it's not going to happen. And so it could be like someone standing in the way of your happiness Now, whether or not that's like crazy logistics or it's you or it's someone you're in a relationship with, like it really is time to analyze, you know, if and what the things in your life are that are preventing you from your happiness. Um, (coughs) (coughs) Sorry about that. Take a sip. You might feel a little bit depleted or tied down or restricted. It's okay if you need to hang out in a stagnant place for a little while, but ultimately like you will have to pull yourself out of it. But really like, honestly, I'm going to say it again. I feel so strongly that this spread is about like analyzing and identifying the things that make you feel unhappy in your life and finding, finding out how to get rid of it. And, you know, I think that there might be some disappointment on the horizon. Um, and it's okay, you know, like, It's okay to be disappointed in life, but you can't let it take you down. Okay, Aquarius. We're almost done. Okay, Aquarius, you feel good. I smell smoke. I'm like, I hope that's not like something in my neighborhood. It was like the windows open. I'm like, why do I smell smoke all of a sudden? I think it's like, Did the candle just go out? No, the candle's still lit. I don't know why the smoke. So I don't know if an Aquarius is around smoke right now, or maybe it's like a message that Aquariuses should be doing smoke spraying. I do have the Princess of Cups and the Three of Wands. And so I do think that like Aquarius, like you actually do have like a license to like a license to ill and go have fun um, and like go be a little bit crazy and go break bread with people and have a good time. But also like with the princess of cups, like, and the three of wands, this is such a flirty collection of energy. So like go out and flirt, go out and have fun. Even if you're in a relationship, like a little bit of flirting is totally fine. Like just don't like exchange numbers or saliva or, or any other fluids and like, you're good, you know? Um, and if you're with someone who's like, like, a, like going to be crazy cause you like, we're secretly a little bit flirty and give no one your number. Like, I don't know what to tell you. That's insane. Um, but 
girls like I almost feel like girls night or guys night or even just like friend night because like why do we need to split the genders but like 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 flirty fun friend night and also like art is going to be very important and I don't like so with the three of wands there is a little bit of like not like the art not being super refined like just be creative and don't put pressure on yourself to have the finished project be like this amazing thing like just enjoy the act of creating which is like a very goddess-like thing godlike thing too you know whatever gender you affiliate yourself with if you feel you say affiliate yourself with both which you know I kind of do I feel like we all have masculine and feminine and so <sighs> create you know just create and I feel like it's going to open up your heart chakra a lot and it's going to help you feel like you're expressing things that you've had kind of deep in your psyche for a while um, I am going to say I am feeling a little bit of tension in my shoulder blades so make sure that you're just like Especially if you're like drawing or something like that. Make sure that you're giving some love to your shoulder blades. Okay. Last but not least, Pisces. And I pulled one already. I am getting a little bit of pain in my hips. So if you're feeling tension in your hips, Pisces, make sure you're stretching them out. And okay. So Pisces, I have interesting stuff for you because there is the Knight of Pentacles and the moon. And so this is a situation where there could be like you think money is coming in but it's not going to be exactly what you think it's going to be. So like if you're trying to get a new job, like the job might not be exactly what you think it's going to be. You're, you know, you're buying a car. There might be something about the car that you don't know uh, or house or anything like that, you know, so make sure that you are, if you are like investing large sums of money or if you're making a career change that you do um, as much research as you can. Um, if you can wait, you know, on any major investments, if it's something that's not dire needs to happen right now, I would almost like, I would almost give it until, I would almost give it until four weeks just because I have the four of swords here. Um, but also like you have to listen to yourself. You have to follow your own guidance. Like you can't just like do the thing like the crazy psychic lady said to do. Um, so yeah, just investments or financial moves. I mean, it could even be something small, you know, um, just things might not be exactly what, what they seem right now. Um, I will say with the nine of coins and the moon from a psychic element, there could be some clairsentience going on. Um, uh, but again, everything with a grain of salt. So I would play with, uh, I would play with like trying to pull the energy out of crystals or items that belong to someone, um, to see if you're able to, you know, just like develop that ability. Cause I think that it might be opening up a little bit for Pisces and that is it. Um, I am going to be teaching some classes at Witchfest USA online. I'm not going to be in person, but I will be doing workshops online. I'm going to be teaching my psychic astrology class, which I know a lot of you missed and we're hoping that you would be able to catch it again. And so psychic astrology class is one that I'm teaching. I believe I'll be teaching a planetary magic class at an empaths workshop as well. And I think that's like July, like the second weekend of July. But if you look like I'll be posting about it on my socials sooner than later. And then again, please uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It does help grow my audience like this. Is, like this is part of my professional path. And so it does help me out a lot anytime you can do that. And you can find me online at rainbowglitterstar.com. I have house cleansing kits, crystal kits, uh, prosperity, like my prosperity spell kits are almost sold out and I don't have the material, like I haven't been able to find the materials to make more. So those might be sold out like for good sooner than later. But I don't, I mean, I'm not like, I'm going to keep looking for the things I need, but if I can't find them, I can't find them. 
Um, and then on Instagram at Rainbow Glitter Star, my daily horoscopes, like I, I do track the daily transits every day at the glitter cast on Instagram. And so if you want to know like, why is the, like, why is the vibe like this today? <laughs> then you can follow that page. I also do memes. And, uh, again, that helps me grow my audience. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or messages of support, you can reach out to me on any of those venues. And thank you for tuning in. Sorry, it's a little bit late. And I will be on time next week with my good friend, Sarah Turney. And we're going to talk about when we were baby witches. If you haven't checked out her podcast yet, Voices for Justice, uh, she's she's been killing it. She's like, she's like a legit influencer in the true crime community. So uh, it's great. I'm excited that you guys get to listen to the conversation that we had and I hope you guys have a great week give yourself a high five for surviving mercury retrograde and I will see you next Tuesday